Now, when it comes to your IRA, don't forget your RMDs. You also need to think about your FRA, LTC, and FEHB. No one wants to listen to another boring financial show. That's why Alicia and Josh Lewis and Chuck Lehman created the NOCO Retirement Report as a way to break down the complex world of retirement planning to something that's simple and easy to understand and have some fun while doing it. Here's the Lehman Lewis team with the NOCO Retirement Report. Good morning and welcome to the NOCO Retirement Report along with Josh Lewis and Chuck Lehman. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Alicia will join us later on in the show. She's uh, helping a client right now. So we are uh, going to just be an all-guy uh, segment here to start the show today. Welcome, guys. How are you? Doing well. Thank We're doing you. great. But, you know, you just said something and it, it ran across my mind. You said it's going to be an all-guy. Who's going to boss us around? <laughs> Who will well, keep us in line? She'll be yes. here next segment. <laughs> Just wait. <laughs> if Just. you tell her I said that, I'll deny it. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, right, but, uh-huh. unfortunately, Chuck, it's it's. Um, <laughs> There's some it's, empirical evidence exactly. out there, buddy. Well, yes, all right, yeah. I better watch what I say. Okay, all right. Well, according to Market Watch, nobody suffers more from high inflation than retirees. Now, back in the 1970s, it was retirees living on a fixed income that were hit the hardest as prices continued to skyrocket. Now, today, global investment managers are more worried about the market impact of inflation than they are about COVID-19 impacting the markets. Now, you can reach our team at Lehman Lewis anytime at 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. 446-1234. Alicia, Chuck, Josh, Jeff, our entire team would love to sit down with you, get an analysis of your income situation, and see if you have enough to withstand inflation in your retirement income plan. Now, even with a low rate of inflation, the cost of everything doubles in about 20 years. Some say maybe 18. Uh, anyway, it's going to double. And we'll share some key things in making sure that your income can last even as costs continue to climb. Now, Josh, I'm going to start with you. Inflation certainly emerging as significant risk for people preparing for retirement. A Bank of America survey just released, it shows that 37% of global investment managers say inflation might be the number one risk to the markets, and 93% say they expect inflation to rise over the next year. How concerned are you about inflation picking back up? Right. So you look at all of these different metrics, right? And you even mentioned a minute ago about um, inflation versus COVID-19 impacting the markets. Well, what's interesting about that is those things kind of go hand in hand, right? When you look at a federal government creating, you know, trillions, literally trillions of dollars of new wealth, right? Mm -hmm. And there's some air quotes involved with creating (laughs) the new wealth part. So please understand that. But when you think about all of this new money created, right, we have a figure in the U.S. called M2, which is basically the money supply, anything that's easily converted to liquid cash. Mm -hmm. And so when you look at the volume of the new money that's coming into the marketplace, it's such a dramatic increase that now we're seeing literally the textbook definition of inflation, right? Too many dollars chasing too few goods or services, so as, you know, a service provider or, you know, a factory that makes widgets or whatever it might be, they're looking at that saying, we have all these people with all this money wanting to buy a finite, you know, amount of something. And now we're able to raise our prices because 
we have this, you know, large volume of willing buyers who are willing to pay more and more and more. And so what happens is those prices go up, right? That's inflation. So those prices go up because there's all of this new money in the marketplace. So I think when you kind of look at that dynamic and you, and you kind of understand how quickly and abruptly all that new money's entered the marketplace, that's just a prime, prime recipe for seeing some dramatic inflation. And I think if you're not accounting for that, that's when you're going to start seeing the reduction in the purchasing power of the U.S. dollar. Chuck, you've been doing, and we celebrated with Chuck just a few weeks back, 45 years in the business. So in the 1970s, you were doing just this. You were helping people get into and through retirement. So if you were, let's say, 1975, you were 20 years old, you fast forward, you know, again, you're you're either at retirement or you're in retirement, whatever, so as you're seeing this, I mean, you've lived through this as well. I've lived through it. I was, I was a youngster, so I lived through it through my parents and watched, you know, the gas wars and all that stuff going on in the 70s. But how could we address the possibility of inflation impacting our income in retirement? Well, you know, like we say every week, you have to have a plan. And with the plans that we put together, a lot of times, you know, we'll say, look, this is what the excuse me, what the inflation rate has been, 99-year average. But we can plug in uh, if someone says, well, you know, I think we're going to have hyperinflation. Well, what do you think we're going to have? And whatever number that is, we can plug it in and show you this is how it's going to affect your retirement income in the future. Now, what you need to do is, again, have a plan to where, okay, I know that if inflation doubles uh, before 20 years, Mm -hmm. let's say in the next five, here is how it's going to affect my plan and here's how I have to adjust it in order not have uh, you know not to have to worry about it um, causing us to run out of money and still have a way to where hey if it doesn't go up that's just extra money you have to you know spend on the grandkids or whatever you like to do so it all boils down to a plan but the biggest thing that I want to get across here you need to know I mean, you need to know what it looks like and not just go into it blindly thinking that, oh, I've got X amount of money coming in and X amount of money going out and not take inflation into consideration because we've been saying this on this show for years. It It is it's such a dangerous, uh, Josh calls it the carbon monoxide of a plan because nobody really thinks about it or sees it, and it just, bam, there it is. This is the NOCO Retirement Report. Uh, right now, Alicia's going to join us in just a few minutes. We're talking with Chuck Lehman and Josh Lewis. If you have not thought about inflation, folks, you really need to make sure you're thinking about it in your retirement income plan. But so many other things, as Chuck said, you need to have a plan. Have you planned for health care? Have you planned for just any a number of things that can attack your retirement income strategy? Reach out at 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewis.com. Now, Josh, some of the strategies that help people counter the impact of inflation over time, what what are those strategies? So it kind of comes back to that idea of a plan, right? Because there's a lot of different, you know, factors that go into that. And I think number one for a lot of people is being invested, right? I think a lot of times people get nervous about kind of this, that, or the other thing. They might shift their allocations and get a little too conservative, What's interesting about inflation, right, is typically inflation can actually be a benefit for the stock market because as all of these corporations, you know, that trade on an exchange, 
they're actually seeing increase in revenue, right? The amount of dollars they're taking in mm -hmm. is going up because, well, inflation. So then if you're invested in those companies and we're looking at quarterly earnings reports and things like that, it's going to look good because the amount of money they're bringing in is increasing. So if you're not invested in the market and taking advantage of that, you might be on the sideline with cash or maybe a big allocation towards bonds while you know interest rates are relatively low. Um, you're going to kind of miss the boat on that, right? So your money isn't going to grow and be keeping up with inflation. So that's a, that's a key part of it, right? But the other part of it is also looking at your outflows, looking at what kind of expenses do you have that are fixed, right? Because most people's mortgages, those don't inflate. Our mm -hmm. property taxes are going to see, you know, appreciation, which is sort of like inflation. So you want to look at kind of all those aspects of your budget and recognize, hey, what do I reasonably expect to go up, you know, in that 3 to 5% inflation metric over time and then kind of look at how and where we're spending that money and and look at how all of that starts working together with the overall plan investment wise and income wise so like in retirement i plan to travel more if i'm going to do it by car my gas prices are going up i have to adjust for that or if i'm going to fly uh airline tickets could be three to five to eight percent more so you have to adjust for that you're exactly right yeah. and that's kind of the idea of you know, one of the big questions we always ask people, and sometimes they're like, why do you want to know that? <laughs> and and it's it's that idea of what are you going to retire to, yeah. right? Because everyone has this lifestyle, a goal, an objective. And so we want to look at all of those different things. And if you're saying, hey, I want to take my grandkids to Disney World, you know, every couple of years, well, you got to recognize how those costs are going to start shifting, right? And then start planning ahead for those sorts of things and really looking at where is this money going to go? But again, what could the prices of that look like, you know, in 10, 20 years from now? If you'd like to reach out and get some help from our entire team, 970-446-1234. Now, Chuck, new administration, the, you know, the Biden administration is talking about the first major tax hike since 93. We have to pay for the stimulus somehow. I mean, the infrastructure and, and everything going on. So the clock is ticking on our current low tax rates. How could we take advantage of ways to potentially reduce taxes before that opportunity closes in just a couple of years? Well, first of all, I want to make it clear that we are not uh, tax planners. We're sure. not accountants. Uh, so I do want to say that. But we know enough about what to do to help you out. And we you know, suggest that you talk to your accountant afterwards, make sure that uh, everything is kosher with um, his plan as well. If he's helping you with tax planning, we find a lot of clients that, you know, they have tax preparers where they're just helping them fill out their uh, tax forms and sending it in and telling them how much they owe. But getting to your question, you know, there's a lot of different ways to do it. You know, everybody's heard about Roth, but it isn't just jump out there and do a Roth. Uh, there's a lot of different things that you have to take into consideration when you do a Roth, the tax, you know, paying the taxes on it now, which we recommend because we know taxes are going to be higher in the future. There's another thing called LERP, Life Insurance Retirement Planning. Um, this has been a, a tool that's been, uh, you know, used by, I would say, 60, 70 percent of our clientele that have that million dollar plus, um, you know, money that they look at and say, gosh, this is going to take care of uh, uh, not just taxes in the future, but it's also going to take care of long term care, which is, you know, a big issue with retirees. And the biggest thing is if they don't need it for either one, 
tax-free income. And wouldn't everybody like to have tax-free income, especially when we know what's coming in the future of, uh, you know, the taxes that we're going to be paying in the future is scary. And make a plan now. And you can't, like I said, it's just not something where you say, okay, I'm going to start doing a, a a Roth, or I'm going to do a Roth conversion, you need to be careful not to put yourself in a higher tax bracket. It takes planning. And again, it comes back to you have to have a plan. And that's what we do here at Lehman Lewis Financial Group. And Chuck, it really is. And again, we just have a minute left, but it really is just reach out. Uh, you know, so often people sit on the sidelines. I mean, it starts in grade school. We don't want to raise our hand and ask a question. In retirement, when you don't raise your hand and ask the question, it costs you money. A lot of times that is so true. So again, folks, the reality is inflation never sleeps. It never stops. It might ramp up. It could slow down, but it never goes away. If you want to maintain your current standard of living in retirement, you have to understand what rising inflation can do to your retirement income plan. The Lehman Lewis Financial team, the Lehman Lewis Financial family wants to sit down with you around that kitchen table and have that most important discussion about your retirement income plan. Reach out today at 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewis.com. We'll continue with the NOCO Retirement Report right after this. Social Security. Do you want to get the most out of it? Learn how with the Lehman Lewis team's free Social Security report. Get your copy at laymanlewisresources.com security. That's laymanlewisresources.com security. If something's worth doing, it's worth doing right. Hi, this is Jimmy Lakey for Lehman Lewis Financial Group. How can you know you'll live the retirement you've always imagined? After all, life can be so unpredictable. You've watched your accounts go up and down with the market. Your advisor says, don't worry, you'll be just fine. But you still don't feel confident. The team at Lehman Lewis Financial Group have a checklist to help you find out if you're on the right track for retirement. Take the checklist challenge. If you can check all the boxes on the list with confidence, you may be ready for retirement. If not, Lehman Lewis Financial Group can help you. For the complimentary checklist, call this number, 970-875-6411. 970-875-6411. Take the checklist challenge today with Lehman Lewis Financial Group, 970-875-6411. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Jimmy Lakey has been remunerated and is not a client. All investments are subject to risk, including the potential loss of principal. Could a recession rob you of your retirement dreams? Find out today with Lehman Lewis's free guide. Get it now at laymanlewisresources.com slash protect. That's laymanlewisresources.com slash protect. This is the NOCO Retirement Report along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Now, blogger financial samurai... I'm not sure exactly what that is, but they raised some eyebrows recently when um, he laid out some stark numbers about retirement. Uh, he wrote that in order to retire, you need to multiply your desired annual expenses by 200. So if you do math, planning on $40,000 a year would mean that you need to accumulate $8 million for advisors. 
or for uh, retirement, excuse me. Now, Chuck, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this to you. Eight million dollars. Now that sounds like you know, a big number, and you know, for some people, probably feeling unattainable. Do you really need to aim that high? Personally, I don't think so. But who knows? I mean, uh, you know, what could happen with inflation? What there's so many variables out there. But in my Humble opinion, no. <laughs> the thing that a lot of people ask is, how much money do I need? I heard I need to have a million or two million. That seems to be, you know, the number that people throw at us. And, you know, it's kind of funny because we have clients that come in here and they can live off of their Social Security and pension or, you know, they can live off of three $3,000 a month. And then you've got some another client who will come in an hour or two later and they need fifteen to $20,000 a month. So do each of them need a million dollars? No. Everybody's situation is different. How much money you need is different because you've got different lifestyles. You have different, uh, you know, your health might be bad. Sure. I mean, we have some people that they know they're not going to live to their life expectancy. Uh, some people are single. Some people have a wife that loves to spend money. Other people's, you know, they don't. Uh, I mean, there's so many variables. You you just can't say this is a number that you have to have in order to retire. Well, and I also think it has a lot to do with taxes too. You know, I mean, is is in this scenario, is that eight million dollars all going to be taxable? Because tax free eight million dollars versus taxable eight million dollars. Well, Sign there's a big that. difference there, yeah. right? So. Um, and that's where I think it's good to play with some of these numbers, but ultimately, like what Chuck said, yeah, look at look at the big picture and um, start that planning process so that you know, do I need to keep working? And and uh, it's really kind of it's a little bit sad, but also so exciting for us because sad in the in the way that a lot of times people who come in they're like, oh, I still have to work and. I think I'm going to have to work for a long time. And then, excuse me. And then what we get to do is crunch the numbers. And I would say more than half of the time we get to come back and say, you know what? You are officially working because you want to, not because you have to. And here's why, and here's how. And um, now you get to make a decision if you want to retire. That's freedom right there. That's freedom. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of people don't know that and don't have that because they haven't worked with a retirement specialist. Uh, can you imagine, by the way, Alicia, if you and Josh gave Chuck his own financial blog, called it the Chuckster or something like that? That would be out of control. Oh, it would yeah, be. The SEC would rain down. <laughs> yeah, compliance would shut that down. I just might. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Goodness. All right. Well, I, let's not start any 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 ideas. But all right, Josh, uh, the logic behind the blog, the Financial Samurai, it calls it, you know, it talks a lot about the 5% rule. Now, saving enough so that you can take a half a percent out each year. Uh, should we really only plan to be able to take a half a percent from our retirement accounts? You know, when you look at all these kind of rules of thumb like the 4% rule is, right. you know, very similar to this, where you look at total value of your accounts, um, and then you take you know a four percent distribution rate. That's what that kind of stems from. Same with the 05 percent rule. I think that's a little bit low. Obviously, interest rates. If you put all your money in a ten-year treasury, you're going to do just slightly better than that 05 percent. 
but there's a lot of different ways to generate yield, a lot of different ways to generate income. So, you know, when you start looking at like 40K a year, yeah, that is half a percent of $8 million. But what it sort of doesn't look at are all these other things like potential for a pension, social security. You know, it's not uncommon to have a married couple filing jointly where both of their social securities combined are north of 40K per annum. So, I, I think that's a little bit low because you want to look at all these different sources of income and then look at what you've saved, what your portfolio looks like, and then figure out what the difference is because that's really where you need to make up the income is what are you going to subsidize from your retirement accounts and what do those look like too? Because like Alicia said, you know, if, if that's $8 million in an IRA, well, the net amount on that's going to be more like, you know, 5.5 to $6 million where if you had a million dollars in tax in a Roth IRA, for example, you're looking at a bigger amount you can withdraw because you're not paying, you know, upwards of 24% to the federal government for that. So a lot of different ways to look at it, but I think, you know, half a percent withdrawal rate is pretty low and I don't think it's feasible for a lot of people. So have you thought down, have you put pen to paper? What do you need in retirement? How much do you have right now? And how much do you, how long do you need to stretch that out? Have you stress tested your portfolio or have you just thought, I don't understand any of this and basically just put it in a file and said, I'll get to it later. If that's you, now is the time to get all those papers together and reach out to Alicia, Chuck, Josh, Jeff, the entire Lehman Lewis financial team, and they will put their team approach to work for you and your retirement. Reach out at 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. On the web, you can find them at laymanlewis.com. This is the NOCO Retirement Report. Alicia, Chuck, and Josh joining us. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. And Alicia, in fact, let's let's continue on this conversation. The and I I forgot to say the 0.5% rule, because the decimal point does mean something there. But the 0.5% rule, the four percent rule, as Josh mentioned, what do you think about some of these rules of thumb? Uh, I think that they're pretty outdated rules of thumb. And I think uh, like what Josh said, there's a lot more to take into consideration. So, you know, we have uh, some people who come in who are um, maybe like the engineer types that mm-hmm. have all their spreadsheets and, <laughs> you know, they've looked at the 4% rule and the half a percent rule and all of that. And it all comes back to uh, asking them some of those challenging questions that's like, oh, well, you didn't take that into consideration and taxes and where your other income is coming from and how much interest you're making on this bucket of money, but maybe not this bucket of money. And, you know, because um, any time that there's a rule that's just like, oh, if you do this, that'll work. There, There's really no magic bullet or magic investment or magic rule or, you know, because, gosh, if there was... Everybody be doing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It just, it comes back to what is it that your plan needs and um, do you have certain strategies uh, that are up to date too? That's, you know, that's the other big thing is how up to date is your plan, your investments. And um, especially with a lot of the changes that we have going on right now, um, now is a great time to look at your allocations and look at how you have money positioned and where you're taking income from 
and how it's taxed. And I could go on and on and on, mm. um, but it really depends on the plan and the person. You know, I, I remember a friend of mine was taking a 4% rule, and this has been, you know, 10, 15 years ago off of a million and a half, which is, you know, 60K a year. And then uh, 2009 uh, hit, and what happened? Eight, in 08 and 09, they lost 35, 40%. So now his million five that he was taking 60K off of went down to 900,000. Well, 4% of nine is 36,000 which means that now he's got an issue where he has to take more than 4% out. And when he did that, what's that end up? <laughs> it's not if he was going to run out of money. It was when he was going to run out of money. So like Alicia said, Josh said, uh, these rules are really outdated and are not really realistic because you've got to take into consideration times when, uh, you know, if you've got all your money in the market and it drops by 40%, you need to allow that to come back and not be drawing money off of it or else you're in trouble. Well, and that's, that's why I love what we do. I mean, we say all the time, we are not a transactional business. We are a relational business because the more we can get to know you, the better we can advise you and help guide you through retirement where a lot of people have only experienced the transactional type of advisory firms where that's all they're getting is, um, you know, the, these rule type planning, right? And then, then what happens is something doesn't work the way that it was planned to work. And then they're kind of, uh-oh, what do we do now? Versus when we plan for people, it's much more personal and really figuring out where's your heart at? How much, you know, yes, we're looking at the big picture taxes and investments and legacy planning and healthcare and all of that. But we're also saying, uh, where are you at with this? Because yeah. that's a big part of it. Uh oh, and retirement planning is not a phrase you want to hear. <laughs> Period. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. All right. So Josh, uh let's talk interest rates. A double edged sword in the world of finances, help for, for borrowers, but you know, Market Watch is talking about low interest rates and what it could mean for you know, money and purchasing power and those kind of things. But there's no end in sight to low interest rates, but inflation could still be an issue down the road. Can you just talk about interest rates and how you guys try and help people plan through retirements, knowing that that is going to be a cause and effect uh, of their finances? Yeah. So you think about, and this kind of even dovetails back to the 4% rule. You know, when you think when they came out with the 4% rule, that was back where you could retire, you know, you likely had a pension, you saved some money and you put it all in treasuries and you were making, you know, five to 7% or you could put in a CD and you're making, you know, somewhere in that same neighborhood. And that's really why it worked. But, you know, as a result of quantitative easing and, and the pandemic and all of this rampant government spending, I'm not a fan if you can tell by my tone, but <laughs> what, what the Fed did is they said, okay, we want to artificially lower interest rates. We're going to purchase assets. We're going to do all of these things to suppress rates very low so that people go out and they buy stuff, right? Buy houses, buy durable goods, big transactions. And so what they did is they made the, the cost of money cheap. And so what happens with that is then you want to go out and you want to find a safe investment, right? Because you're older, you're retired, you need to make, you need to see your money working for you, but you don't want to take a lot of risk. Well, 
it's not a very attractive space to put it into a fixed income investment. So you got to start getting a little more creative when you start looking for yield. So it might be things like preferred stocks, dividend paying stocks, but it also comes back to knowing what your risk tolerance is. So again, you know, you don't necessarily want to take all this market risk and equities and, you know, see a good yield. So you start looking at other things like maybe a fixed indexed annuity or something like that to say, hey, I have this income gap. I don't necessarily want to see a fluctuating income, but I got to make up this difference. But I don't love the idea of, you know, a 10-year treasury paying less than 1%. So you got to start looking at different options and figuring out what kind of fits your space for that. Because ultimately, rates aren't going back up anytime soon. If you look at forward guidance from the Fed, you know, we're two to three years out from that. And they're saying they're going to let inflation run hotter than what they typically have. So ultimately, you're kind of, again, back to that double-edged sword scenario, low interest rate environment with the likelihood of inflation increasing. So you're going to see a reduction in the buying power of the dollar. Meanwhile, all those safe investments like your corporate bonds, government bonds, things like that, are likely barely going to keep pace with inflation. So you got to start looking out at the investable universe and figure out how how do you fix that income gap in a way that you're comfortable with, you know, living through the the highs and the lows of the market. Do you need help with your retirement plan? Do you need someone to take that 20,000 foot view of your retirement plan and then stretch it out over time. How is it going to react to taxes? How's it going to react to a, a dip in the stock market? If you haven't stress tested your retirement portfolio, you're missing out on some pitfalls and some rises that could come your way. Alicia, Chuck, and Josh and the Lehman Lewis Financial Group team want to help you in retirement. Stretch those dollars as long as you possibly can, but you need to reach out. 970-446-1234 is the phone number. 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewis.com. More of the NOCO Retirement Report after this. Can your nest egg withstand the challenges of a 21st century retirement? Find out with a free guide from the Lehman Lewis team. Download your copy today at laymanlewisresources.com slash money. That's laymanlewisresources.com slash money. If you owe $27 trillion and you didn't have the money to pay it off, what would you need to do? Make a lot more money, right? Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey, and America's debt is more than $27 trillion, and right now taxes are at historically low levels, but most people agree that taxes will probably go up. Now is the time to think about your retirement accounts, and the Lehman Lewis Financial Group can use certain tax strategies in your customized plan so your retirement is as tax-efficient as possible. Find out more in their tax guide. Call or text TAX to 970-519-2212. When taxes go up, will you be ready for your free tax guide from Lehman Lewis Financial Group. Call or text TAX to 970-519-2212. 970-519-2212. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Lehman Lewis Financial Group may not give tax advice. I've been remunerated and am not a client. Start building your customized retirement plan with the Lehman Lewis team today. 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. 
This is the NOCO Retirement Report along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. And, um, you know, we, we like to play a little music from time to time here on the show, and we want to bring in a little George Jones for you. I don't need your rocking chair. Yeah, that is the legend George Jones, a pretty accurate description of how many of us view retirement today. I don't need your rocking chair. So, Alicia, a new survey says that 59% of baby boomers who are still working expect to keep working into retirement. Now, they plan to stay active, engaged, employed even after they retire from their career. For your clients who want to keep working, what's their reason behind keeping a job into retirement? I would say the number one reason is because they're enjoying it and they like what they do. They want to continue to do it. Um, the money is good. There are there are a few cases, though, where we show people, hey, here's what it's going to cost you if you want to retire uh, before 65. And you can do it. Absolutely. Um, you know, but but it's going to cost some money for the health insurance piece. And, um, you know, there's times where people are like, nope, it's not worth it to me. I think I'm just going to keep, um, you know, working mm-hmm. to get that benefit. But I would say 90% of our clients that are still working, it's because uh, they really enjoy what they do and they don't mind uh, working more. And they just are kind of working because they want to, not because they have to. You know, factoring that healthcare piece is so key in retirement. You know, how does Social Security work? How does Medicare benefits work? And then, you know, coming off of the job that you've had, and, and hopefully you do like that job and you aren't doing it because you have to, but the healthcare component in retirement is one you really have to plan for. It's not like you just turn one spigot off and the other spigot takes over. Right. I mean, there is planning and that that's why we do have a Medicare specialist that, um, you know, that is with our firm that is helping people transition um, in into Medicare from, you know, even if they're still working, but maybe their spouse wants to retire now and um, get that started because it is, uh, it's not easy and there are choices. Um, it can be easy though. That's the thing is I think a lot of times uh, people who haven't worked with us before, they're like, oh, it's just so complicated. And, you know, I just never feel like I understand it. And that's why we did bring on a specialist dealing in that area because we want people uh, to not only get the best service possible, but mm-hmm. also understand it more. Well, and so again, folks, if you didn't hear that, we have a Medicare specialist right here at the Lehman Lewis Financial Group. That is something, a benefit that you get when you work with the Lehman Lewis team. Reach out at 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewis.com. And Josh, for those who plan to keep working in retirement, again, it's a majority, 59% say you know that they will. How can this impact Social Security and Medicare benefits into retirement? Yeah, so um, kind of two different ways, right? You could definitely see an increase in the amount you're going to collect for Social Security just because of the way it works. And they look at your uh, 30 years of earnings record. So the more money you make, they're going to base your benefit on those highest 30 years. So kind of an average thing. But then the other side of the coin is if you are collecting a Social Security benefit prior to full retirement age, 
and you make above the earnings test limit, which is right above 18000 I think it's $18,420 a year. Whoa. If memory serves <laughs> me correctly. It changes every it year, does. so it it's it's hard to commit to memory because, you know, they it's change moving it all target. Time. Right. So if you make more than that and prior to full retirement age, you're going to see a reduction um, a dollar for every $2 you collect in benefits. You get that back, but it definitely changes kind of the way that collects. Same thing with like your Medicare. Um, they're going to look at what's called provisional income to determine how much your uh, Part B premiums are going to be. So if you're collecting Social Security and you're working and you're, you know, maybe you got a spouse doing the same thing and your income's high, you might end up paying more out of pocket for your Part B premiums than, say, your neighbor down the road who, you know, is in a dissimilar situation. So just a lot of different things to look at because one thing's going to impact the other, which is then going to have an impact on something else. So, you know, you want to kind of look at how all that works together and understand it to make sure you're you're kind of maximizing all those benefits. This is the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. And Chuck, for those who are still working and they still have income taxes to pay, just like when, you know, during their career, uh, even in retirement, <laughs> the government doesn't just say, oh, you've worked all your life. We're going to just cut those taxes off. Let's talk about taxes. Um, will they likely be less overall in retirement? <laughs> <laughs> I know that's a loaded question. Uh, <laughs> there's my answer. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of people, th and we were told that, you know, back in the, the 70s and 80s, oh, you know, uh, put money away into your IRA and 401k and, and uh, you know, you're going to be paying less tax in the future. That has not worked out that way. And even more so now, uh, you know, like we've been talking on this show for the last couple months, taxes right now are at the lowest that I've ever seen, but they can't do anything but go up. And that's going to be uh, a problem if you do not Keep an eye on it and be aware of it and take advantage of some of the ways to um, eliminate by, you know, legally eliminate some of those taxes in the future. But you've got a plan for it now. You can't wait until then. But, you know, the answer to that question, again, is a, a big laugh. You're not going to be paying less taxes when you retire. We find most people are paying the same and even more. And that's what's so discouraging to them. Unless you do the tax planning and exactly. work towards mm -hmm. having more of a tax-free income. In fact, wait, but it oh, takes the work. Yeah, and, and if I you wanna, do, go ahead. Yeah, if you don't do anything about it, you're just going to end up falling into the, uh, you know, the hands of the IRS and and uh, with a big grin on their face saying, uh, you know, they fell for it. Yeah, they'll send so, you a Christmas card and say thanks. That's about it. Yes, <laughs> uh, they don't even do that. So. <laughs> Well, right. I'm I'm still waiting on my Christmas Are you? card. Okay, apparently. Well. <laughs> so I'll do, I'll I'll just give you a blanket. Thanks, Josh. Really appreciate yeah. appreciate well, your help. This could be my year. <laughs> well, and they spend the money wisely, and they need it, like I always say. So <laughs> this is the NoCo Retirement Report. Have you planned for taxes in your retirement? If this sounds like, uh, well, I didn't even think I needed a plan for taxes in retirement, then. Well, my guess is you've not been planning at all, or maybe you don't have somebody that's looking after your retirement income plan. Maybe, again, maybe you're working with somebody and, and they really have been more of an accumulation advisor and not a retirement income specialist. Then you need to reach out to Alicia Chuck, Josh, Jeff, our entire Lehman Lewis financial team. 
and they want to go to work for you to make sure that you have a retirement that you want. Reach out at 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewis.com. And Alicia, it does, you know, again, taxes are always going to be there. It's something we, I mean, can you really save for taxes or how do you, what's the strategy that you try and talk people through when they're, when, because you are planning for taxes long term? Well, you know, it, it kind of depends on how much income that they're needing to take off of their portfolio. What is their income gap? Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of times what we're trying to accomplish is how can we make that income gap uh, come from their portfolio in a tax-free manner? So sometimes that does mean uh, contributing, or I should say not contributing, but converting mm-hmm. to a Roth um, but then there's some rules there. You know, you've got to wait the five years before you start taking income off of that. And so not only are we looking at today and how to take income today and and be mindful of what your plan looks like today, but also five years, 10 years, 20 years down the road, because, you know, we're, we're living longer and, um, we're, we're planning for as much time. A lot of times we, we see people that are retired for as long as they worked. And so we've got to make sure that, that we've got this plan and planned out for 20 plus years. And, um, in order to do that, you know, it does take tax planning on the front end of it. So, um, yeah, it's it's a lot of work, but I think it also depends on uh, the person individually and what it is that they need and, um, yeah, what their lifestyle is too. Yeah, and, and Josh, taking the, the withdrawals from accounts in the wrong order uh, can be detrimental. That's why, again, the plan is so key because if I take, you know, again, there's a tax-free account – but you know you're going you've got to pay taxes on it at some time and you really have to have a plan is really what I'm getting back to because you don't want to take things out in the wrong order correct yeah you're absolutely right i mean it, something i always talk about is just looking at the value of money right so when you think about those tax deferred accounts mm-hmm. you're looking at you know million dollars or something like that you can realistically figure that's going to be worth about $700,000 net right? right just sort of a a basic illustration of saying, when do you want to start taking that money? Well, for a lot of people now is the time they want to use that money for income because income tax rates are extremely low. When we move, you know, past the legislative processes and we see tax rates increase, well, then maybe you might want to start shifting that around a little bit, take some tax deferred, maybe some tax free, you know, and kind of look at how, how to balance that out. So you're still maximizing the value of all those dollars because at the end of the day, those taxes are going to be the biggest, I think, detriment to a lot of people's portfolio. And not doing it in a proper sequence can really blow things up. Mm. And, and in fact, Alicia, the Roth is, you, you mentioned it, it's a, it's a good tool to have in your portfolio. But you do need to be aware of, of what you know penalties. You talked about the five years, and we all have a minute left in this segment. But a Roth is, is a very viable part of many income retirement strategies. 
Yeah, but I have to say it's not for everybody. Right. We have we have looked at um, Roth with some people sometimes and say this does not make sense for your plan, and here's why. And you know, we we always want to look at every angle and then come back and say this is why we're recommending this for you, or maybe not recommending this for you. And um, you know, ultimately, because you know, there's there's been times where people say, yeah, I converted to a Roth. And we're like, uh, okay, well, who, um, who advised you on mm-hmm. some of this? And they were like, oh, I just, you know, I heard that it was a great idea. And so I did it. And we're just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is not, this is no good. You right, know, like, right. so it really does take some planning and expertise and that's, that's what we do. Planning and expertise. Do. Absolutely. It's exactly what the Lehman Lewis financial team offers you. Expertise. They've been doing this. In Chuck's case, for over four decades, Alicia and Josh have been doing it for almost a couple of decades. But you have all of that knowledge they're putting to work for you and your retirement income plan. Reach out at 970-446-1234. 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewis.com. More of the NOCO Retirement Report after this. How can you know you'll be able to live the retirement you've always imagined? The team at Lehman Lewis Financial Group can help you find out if you're still on the right track with their checklist challenge. Take it today at LehmanLewisResources.com slash list. That's LehmanLewisResources.com slash list. Hey, Jimmy Lakey here. With unemployment rates near the level of the Great Depression, many of us have found ourselves with some important decisions to make regarding our 401ks. If you don't work there, should your money stay there? Those nearing retirement age, this is a decision that could be critical for your retirement. The team at Lehman Lewis Financial Group have worked with many families with these types of decisions, and they understand your options. Taxes are at historic lows right now. They can look at options for your 401k that could save you taxes down the road. Call the team at Lehman Lewis Financial Group and schedule your complimentary 401k review. Here's the number, 970-519-2212. No matter how, by phone, video, or an in-person visit that meets health department guidelines, Lehman Lewis Financial Group is ready to assist you. Call or text for your review, 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Neither the firm nor its representatives can provide tax advice. Jimmy Lakey has been remunerated and is not a client. Wait! Before you dip into your 401k too early, give the Lehman Lewis team a call. Don't make a potentially costly mistake with your savings. Get a second opinion from the Lehman Lewis team today. Call now, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. This is the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia Chuck and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. And uh, Chuck, retirees, they face a lot of choices when they get into retirement. You've been doing this for over four decades, and and I'm sure for the retirees, it can feel like quite a dilemma trying to make the final decisions, what to do with their money, where, you know, who do I, who do I trust, all those kind of things. And there are tough financial questions that come up as well within the family. It's kind of like the longest game of would you rather that you'll ever play in your life. And oh, so here's <laughs> here's the first big <laughs> would-you-rather question in our version. Would you rather never get a paper cut again, or would you never get something stuck in your teeth again? Well, as an older guy with, uh, you know, when you get older, your teeth start 
never mind. The boys make fun of me. Uh, I've, My dad I've had, had a denture, couple. so he'd just pop it out and take care of it. So, Oh, gosh. I can tell you stories about that, too. Oh, yeah. But I don't have that. But I have had a couple teeth break this year. Oh. And uh, I've you know got some issues. And, and I would much rather... Get a paper cut. Not get anything <laughs> caught in my teeth again oh, rather okay. than, okay, uh, than a paper, paper cut. Okay. Well, there you go. All there right. So I'll, 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 I'll give you a serious question now. Um, when, right. it, when it comes uh, to retirement, would you rather live in a beach house or would you rather live in a cabin in the woods? Boy, that's a tough decision because a cabin in the woods would be nice because you wouldn't have to see anybody. <laughs> but a beach house, if it was on a private beach, definitely. Even if it wasn't on a private beach, I love the beach. I love the ocean. I love the sun. And uh, so I'd probably say beach house. Mm. Uh, Alicia and Josh, are you going to stick him in the cabin so you never have to see him again? <laughs> oh, they put me out in the garage and locked the door. Cuba has really nice beaches. <laughs> Cost of living's pretty pretty low. Okay. Yeah, and their really rules are pretty close to what ours are becoming. Extremely good government health care plan there. So, but let's I also think good. though, in the retirees' case, uh, those are some choices that they may have in their life. I mean, if if you've done really well and your house is paid off, I mean, you may be able to choose between. Well, do I want a beach house? Do I want a? And maybe I have both. One part of the year I'm in in the cabin. The other part of the year I'm at the beach house. I mean, those yes. are those are viable options. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So let's just do a really good job strategizing now and uh, keep moving forward. All right, Alicia, um, do most people know where they want to retire when they talk to you for the first time, or is that a decision they have once you've kind of put the budget and the plan and the income retirement plan together with them? You know, I've noticed a pattern that a lot of people know where they want to be. And it's usually around grandkids, Mm -hmm. which is just so sweet. I love that. I love, you know, that we attract, you know, we attract that because we are a family firm, but I have, there's been a few times in even this year that people are like, you know, we thought we wanted to stay here in, in amazing Colorado, but so much has changed in Colorado. And I I think we're going to get out of here. And um, so seeing people change their minds and um, change their life and their, their retirement plans, that's a, that's a big, big step. And it's so, all because of political policies. It's amazing uh, yeah. how many people we're seeing saying that they're going to move. Uh, it it, it kind of hurts my heart. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, Josh, uh, when when you and the team are working with a couple, and, and sometimes they have different ideas for what they want in retirement. I mean, the, the wife might want something that the, that the uh, husband doesn't, but how do you help try and get people on the same page so they understand how the two ideas could come together and, and work for them in their retirement plan? Yeah, so at nighttime, I go to community college to become a, a marriage counselor <laughs> on the side. So... Um, you know, honestly, it's just kind of having some of those conversations, just being open, being candid, being honest. You know, a lot of times I think people might initially seem like they're pretty far apart in what they want to do. But then when you really sort of nail down, like what's important, what do you value? What do you prioritize? More often than not, they, they have kind of the same ideas in mind. So it's, it's really just kind of hearing that, you know, from, from each spouse and then kind of funneling that down to a certain direction. Because a lot of times I don't think people have really had those candid conversations with one another. They've just been 
going through life thinking about, you know, what they wanted to do, not necessarily what their lovely wife wants. Or maybe maybe they talked about it a long time ago. We had the this couple that came in, this was a couple years ago, and he said, Yeah, you know, when when I retire, we're gonna we're going to move and, um, buy this property. Uh, no, no, they own, they own the property. He wanted right. to yeah. build a, build a cabin. The, the cabin. Yes. And we're going to move up there and live up there full time. And she and looked, and... she looked over at him like, uh, what? No, we're not moving. No, we're not doing that. Our grandkids are here. We no. And he was like, but we bought that property to do that. And she was like, yeah, 35 years ago. And, you know, things have changed. And so it's just opening up that line of communication, I think. And, and some people even having them do some exercises like, hey, can you write down, you guys separately write down bucket lists of what you've always dreamt of doing and, and separately and then come together and do a bucket list together. And it, it's really fascinating, again, just working through that with people and like I, like I always say, this is a relational business. This is not a transactional business. And it's these kind of conversations that make all the difference when we're doing a retirement plan so that we can make sure we're on the same page with both couples. Are you on the same page in your retirement plan with your spouse? It, it, you know, early on in your marriage, you probably came together and you're melding finances because you've lived in two different worlds up till then. And, and now you have to, to, again, row the boat in the same direction so that you can buy that house or that new car, whatever it is that you need in your life. And then you have children. And then probably more often than not, one person takes over the finances and the other one says, oh, you're taking care of that. Great. I don't have to think about it. Well, when you get into retirement, you both need to be rowing the boat in the same direction, and you both need to be thinking about it. And that's why the Lehman Lewis financial team brings you together and has those important conversations. Like Alicia said, we'll, we'll give you both the opportunity to say what you want out of retirement, but then bring the plans together and say, hey, where do they match up, and where are we maybe a little off kilter so that you are thinking in the same direction. If you need that with your financial income plan for retirement, reach out to the Lehman Lewis Financial Group at 970-446-1234. 970-446-1234. On the web, you can find them at laymanlewis.com. Now, Chuck, another retirement would you rather. Now, I do have to put some caveats in here. Um, I'm sure there's some, some questions that are this really isn't an either or, but it's always fun to throw them out. And uh, there are many, many choices. But would you rather put your retirement savings in the stock market or would you rather just keep it in a bank? Yes. <laughs> Good answer. Next. <laughs> yeah, I'm just plowing right through. Right. These. Yep. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you know, those aren't the only two choices. Correct. That and is that's not, where, yeah. you know, so many people are not aware that there are more than just you know, bank and market. Yeah. And it, it's surprising how many people do not know what choices they have. And that's one thing at Lehman Lewis Financial Group is we're always saying the choice you're never given is a choice you'll never take. And wouldn't you like to know that there are things that are in between those two? And yes, market money is good. Have a money, some money in the bank is good. But not either or. That's just, you know, that's not right. And it's uh, and if you have either or, 
you need to come in here and talk to us and know what your options are. Mm, no doubt. Again, 970-446-1234. Now, I want you to – we have about four minutes left in the program today, and I want you to all weigh in on this because I know you play this out with folks best and worst. So the last round of Would You Rather, uh, and I'm going to start with you, Alicia. Would you rather hope for the best and plan for the worst or plan for the best and hope the worst never happens? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is – that's a no-brainer, uh, and no I, that is that. It's like my saying: always, always hope for the best, but plan for the worst. You you don't want to be caught off guard in any situation, but especially retirement, especially retirement, because you can't do it over. You don't want to ever be told, "Sit tight, it'll come back." Or you don't want to ever be told, oh gosh, you're going to have to change your your lifestyle here in retirement, or or worse, oh you're you might need to go find another job. You know, this is something that you you, you only get one try on this, and so you want to make sure you're planning for the worst, but you're always hoping for the best. We we always want to be optimistic and hope for the best, but plan for the worst. Have you, a plan. You know, and looking back in 08 and 09, mm-hmm. how many people that were not our clients that came in here and were told by their advisor that, well, you're, you're going to have to, you know, take a second out on your house, or you're going to have to lower your standard of living, or, you know, all these things. And it was, you know why? They didn't have a plan. Mm-hmm. They were hoping for the best and planning for the best. And that seriously has been a saying in this office, uh, you know, pre, pre-Alicia and Josh is yeah. hope for the best and plan for the worst uh, and everything in life. Yeah. I mean, you told me that when I was a kid. Yes. Grandpa used to tell me that. And that's, you know, it's it should be really a life motto, if you will, because... I mean, every area, I just start thinking about all the different areas in life, and that that is how you you should live, is having that optimistic outlook, hoping, but also being prepared and planning, and, um, you know, that... I think, I think Alicia used to hope that I would uh, not tease her and give her so much trouble, uh-huh. But she yeah. also planned on the planned. worst that it would never happen, and guess what? It didn't happen. So oh, please! I'm still trying to pull pranks on you, and and I'm not falling for them. I know it stinks. And now uh, I pull pranks on you, and you're like, I'm hoping for the best and planning for the worst now. <laughs> <laughs> and Josh, I'll let you weigh in on. I mean, again, this is a scenario that that's what you guys set people up for: plan for the worst, but we're going to hope that. Hey, it doesn't work out, and you've got even more than you expected. Positive surprises. You know, when I talk to people about plans and things like that, and I explain why we do things the way we do, I always say, listen, there's going to be surprises along the way, but when we kind of lean towards this direction, typically those surprises turn out to be positive, and that's really kind of the mindset I want people to have is we're accounting for this, but we're we're definitely anticipating something better. Mm-hmm. So you got to kind of keep that, I think – perspective on life too, right? You know, there's been a lot of stuff that happens. It's easy to get a little pessimistic, trust me. So I think, you know, we need to kind of keep that just throughout every aspect of our life. If you want to, again, hope for the best, plan for the worst, but be prepared, either scenario works out. Reach out to the Lehman Lewis Financial Group at 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewis.com. Alicia, Chuck, Josh, 
thanks for uh, all of the knowledge you've dropped on folks today. Have a great weekend, and we will uh, chat with you next week. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank Take you. care. Start building your customized retirement plan with the Lehman Lewis team today. 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. Firm offers insurance services. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Lehman Lewis Financial Group are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed index products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Lehman Lewis Financial Group is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Lehman Lewis Financial Group. This radio show is a paid placement.